With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch. You can save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of your food your friends ate again. Call 1-888-FARMERS. That's 1-888-FARMERS for a quote. Farmers. Well, here it is, Mike Harmon. The Knicks are over 500, latest in the season. Since their championship year of 1994, when they went to the NBA Finals, the Eastern Conference Championship, uh, that's a stat that is not true but feels true. Uh, they actually haven't been this uh, at 500 this late in the season in three years. So it, it is, you know, but it feels like 1994. You would say, oh, that, that, that's, a, that's a true statement. That's 100% no, sure. true No, sure, it feels like forever. You, if you sell that, I mean, just with conviction, don't be like Campbell. Right. If you're going to come in with a, a hot take, you come in excited. You come in forcefully. You have a couple of random data points at your disposal. You gesture like a wild man and people are going to believe you. 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, this is some kind of season. It's, it's been a fun year, and it's good for the NBA. The Knicks are good. It's good the Warriors are still decent. Uh, you know, that these can be teams that maybe can sneak into the playoffs here because everybody is right around 500 now. Uh, it, look, the NBA season so far has been one where I think Rick Buecher put it uh, best about a week and a half ago. We haven't really seen anything yet. I mean, you know, we've seen big games. We've seen big mm-hmm. performances, but we haven't seen a theme yet and how really and how really good some teams are and, and if some teams are really bad. We haven't seen that like we normally get the beginning of an NBA season. Team X is starting out really, really hot, and they're a big story. We didn't expect them to be this good. Now, maybe Utah could be that story because clearly, look, I talked about them last year. Eventually, it's going to be the, the Nuggets and the Jazz Western Conference. Maybe it's the, the Jazz. Are, are right there now, and this is their time. Uh, but everybody feels like they're eight and eight, seven and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine. It, it, it feels like an NFL season. Like we're coming down to the final week, and you look at the stats, and you go, "Boy, all these teams can still make the playoffs." You got three teams at nine and six. You got four teams at eight and eight. You got a couple of teams at seven mm-hmm. and nine. Uh, that's kind of what the NBA is so far. No, and that's and that's a beautiful thing, right? Because it keeps all the cities involved. And look, I, a lot of places you can't go to a game. Watching the Utah-New Orleans game, you have fans and, and excited fans in the crowd. There's a bunch of young kids looking at the Jumbotron. And then you have all these other places where you've got to keep them engaged via the television. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. And so far, the ratings are up. So uh, the NBA is yeah. having a pretty decent start to the season so far. And we thought maybe ratings are going to continue to go down, the pandemic, and, and, and we don't know what the future of live sports is going to be. It's kind of a buoying to see here's the first sport starting as we flip the calendar, and we see the regular season ratings are pretty good so far. This is good news for Major League Baseball. Makes me think that the ratings are going to go up there too when they start again in a couple of months. Yeah, you get that back. And like you said, having the Knicks at 500, having Steph Curry, Curry having a good return to the court, right? Because a lot of fingers were crossed there. It's kind of like looking at Brooklyn. Now, did we expect it to become a three-man circus there? No. Uh, But seeing the minutes that Kevin Durant's playing on a nightly basis, even if they lose – but they score 130-plus points, people are going to be entertained, right? And they're going to give you a storyline to follow throughout the the rest of the season. Even tonight, you know, that Utah-New Orleans game, Zion Williamson finished with 27 points. That's good for the league, another would-be young superstar. Now, they don't play a lick of defense is the problem. Yeah. And Stan Van Gundy can't coach defense when he gets thrown out of a game. But, uh, and, and look, second halves have been absolutely disastrous for them uh, throughout the year. But you, you have all the young stars, uh, R.J. Barrett for your beloved Knicks alongside Julius. A man too cool to have a surname. Just that's all point. he needs is one name now. Julius Randle's a one-name guy. He's that kind of star. He's like well, Prince. Well, that's why, you, I mean, you just name the surname. People mm-hmm. just have to guess. Who's Julius? Julius. That's all it is. Like, like he's Cher or Madonna. <laughs> Like you or Prince. Or Prince. If I could or, turn back time. Well, I just kind of saying, here's, here's a guy that, uh, you know, was not exactly the most highly heralded guy when he got uh, pushed out of Los Angeles, right? I mean, hey, you want to talk about a guy whose fortunes were down. Still, uh, some folks excited about the prospects, and now he's playing well on the big stage. And if the Knicks should falter, he's going to be the big chip to potentially get dealt to a contender. So it's, it's good theater for Julius. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Uh, we got more NBA coming up on the way, but uh, big news out of the NFL today. Look, we talked about Dan Campbell, uh, head coach of the Lions, and again, I feel like I'm just waiting around for a couple of years for him to be let go uh, after his press conference today. Um, but Dwayne Haskins now has his new team. He signs a futures contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is really about more than Dwayne Haskins. And and this is really about Ben Roethlisberger. Because here's Haskins, who is in a great spot now. The perfect team to go to. Mike Tomlin is the ultimate players coach. And he was signed to be a guy who's going to show up and learn things the Pittsburgh Steelers way. Steelers are one of the strongest organizations in the NFL. Look, they've had, they've had four head coaches in, yeah. in 75 years, all right? They, they have run things the right way. Do they deal with knucklehead players like Le'Veon and, and, and Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster? Sure, but the Steelers are a really strong organization. This is where you want to go. And Dwayne Haskins was hired. He's a freebie for the Steelers. He's a first-round quarterback talent who really needs some time to sit back and learn what it means to be a quarterback in the league. So the Steelers signed him with the express concern that I'm sure he would sit, be immersed in the Steelers' culture for a while, and we don't know how long it would be until you get the real culture because still, the off-season program's going to start, and we're likely still going to be in quarantine and social distancing, and it's still going to be a few more months as, as the vaccinations make it their way across the country. So he's going to be some that in a perfect world for the Steelers, they want him to sit for a year, and then maybe then, if he shows that talent, and if he shows that he's got it, he can compete and maybe be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. So, yeah, that's why they signed him. Why is this a big deal for Ben Roethlisberger? This tells me Roethlisberger is going to come back for one more year with the Steelers. All right? If Roethlisberger wasn't going to play, the Steelers aren't going to waste time with Dwayne Haskins and trying to make something out of him. They're going to say, it's time to go. We got to make a move. We got to get our quarterback of the future. We got to make a trade. We got to get in the draft. We got to get this. We got to identify somebody. This is what we have to do, right? We're not going to mess around with Dwayne Haskins. But the fact that, that they signed him tells me they want a quarterback room next year. That is Roethlisberger is the starter. Haskins as the number two, and whoever they draft to be their quarterback of the future can sit and also learn as the number three guy. And then depending on how things go, Roethlisberger retires after 2021, and then it's either Haskins who plays for a year until he's the bridge to the next guy, whether it's Trey Lance or somebody else in Pittsburgh. But that's what the Steelers want. They want that quarterback room of Roethlisberger, and here's Haskins, and then the TBA player that they wind up saying, this person's going to be our quarterback for the next decade or so. They wouldn't mess around with Haskins. And if Roethlisberger, look, to be quite honest, should he retire? Probably. And I, and you may get to the next season and, and, and things could be really painful. Uh, the Steelers, their, their lack of great play in the last half of the season uh, was out there. And Roethlisberger clearly can't make the throws that he used to. But he's owed a lot of money. And he's got one more year where he's got to get paid, and it's 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 over you know it's over twenty five million dollars I think for dead cap money for Roethlisberger, so one more year from because he's not going to play when he's not getting paid, and Roethlisberger clearly is not going to get paid again past this season. So he's looking at one more payday, one more season, and ego wise for him, he doesn't want to just retire from the NFL. He wants to make a statement where this is it, this is my last year, my last roundup. I'm going to spend the year getting Haskins ready 
getting our next quarterback ready, and this is how I want my last year to be, and it's a year-long appreciation of him for his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he gets out in front of the fact that after this year, he may have to retire because the Steelers are going to want to go to somebody else because he can't do it anymore. So if he says, hey, I want one last year, I'm going to come back, I'm going to get paid, the Steelers may not be crazy about it, but they don't really have a lot to do with it. Their hands are kind of tied. So this is why, hey, we're going to go get Haskins. He's our just-in-case guy. Then we have a draft player. So now things are in place for 2022 when we really are going to start things over with this team. $22.5 million is the dead cap number, about $41 million, uh, on the roster and ready to go for 21. I, I have to think to some degree you look, hey, they did start 11-0. And we can talk about the lack of a run game which really became the short passing game at or near the line of scrimmage, and then hope for yak, which worked for a long while until mm-hmm. it didn't. Sure. And remember, coming back off of the injury and surgeries, is it better year two, or is his arm just dead? Right. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Uh, I would say the, the thing you've lost from Ben Roethlisberger is that I can fight through four guys hanging on me move that used to be his hallmark. I, I don't know that those days are still there for us. But you look at all that talent that's assembled at the wide receiver position. And if you can get a better run game, look, Pouncey's going to retire. So mm-hmm. you need to clean up your offensive line. Defensively, you've got one hell of a unit coming back, right? Bud Dupree will be back. Devin Bush will be back. Two guys that missed a good chunk of this campaign. And and it showed in the second half of the season. I mean, I, I think as much as everybody wants it, – it's the old rule of thumb, right? We focus on the quarterback – when there's a lot more going on than the quarterback, right? And and in this case, I think for the Steelers, I'm not certainly not saying Ben Roethlisberger is anywhere near he his peak, but I think you may to bring in a guy like Dwayne Haskins, he can learn in a stable environment. Not that Washington isn't going to establish that, but he's not their guy. They weren't married to him. They said, all right, this doesn't work. The work ethic isn't here. Here's this, that, that, the other reason. And he found his way out after starting an NFL game. Not often you get released right after starting a game, but for Pittsburgh, if it works great, if not, Mike Tomlin's a guy that'll tell him, all right, it doesn't work here. Uh, you, you don't meet our standards of what we've got. Uh, and as you said, four coaches in basically their history. <laughs> so uh, not not like uh, you've got any problem. Now, they are changing a bunch of offensive staffers. So that, that, that'll be interesting to watch. But I think Roethlisberger's earned the right to try to go out with one last bang. And, and there's an, enough talent assembled to be contenders. And the 22.5 is pretty prohibitive if you're expecting the cap to drop a little bit this year, right? That, that's going to hamstring you from really doing anything else. So unless he comes back and he's absolutely proven to be a shell of his former self, uh, you, you keep him on the roster and he's your guy one more ride and he'll collect all sorts of parting gifts. Oh, it'll be one of those, hey, I'm, I'm going to play a game in this city and they're going to give me a, a cow and then this yeah. city's going to give me a car and this city's going to give me a goat and this city's going to – is that what he's hoping for, one of those things? Yeah, yeah. what do you think they give him in Cleveland? I mean, they finally <laughs> beat him. Yeah, I think I'm a rocking chair. That's that, that, that would be the gift from Cleveland, a rocking chair. And it'd be one that would break as soon as he sat on it. Hey, blank you, Ben. There you go. Take that.
and that rocking chair has the logo of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which, as we all know, is located in Cleveland. <laughs> right, because you got to get the t- cultural ties in where you can. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Look, you, no, that that's you know that brings everything full circle. But I'm telling you, watch watch out for the collapsing rocking chair that'll do you in every time, every single time. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Progressive Insurance Studios. Call one triple eight Farmers to switch. You could save a bundle on your auto insurance. But that's it for Roethlisberger. He's he's going to do one more year. The Steelers signing Haskins tells you this is the way things are going to wind up going. Now, what about Deshaun Watson? Well, if he really wants to get traded, we'll tell you what he absolutely has to do coming up next right here this is fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app juan gabriel juan selena selena celia cruz azúcar carol g la bichota Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Progressive Insurance, stu- from the Farmers Insurance Studios. I keep thinking of flow. I don't know. I just keep thinking of flow once in a while. That's me. <laughs> uh, we talked about Ben Roethlisberger a few minutes ago. And why it looks like he's coming back with the signing of, of Dwayne Haskins today. And it's clear that things are going to have to start happening soon in the quarterback slash head coaching market when it comes to Deshaun Watson, right? It's been fun the last few days. He's been liking things on Instagram having to do with the Jets. It's been a great love fest. You've had uh, Richard Sherman uh, tell him he should be going to the Jets to go play for Robert Sala. Everything seems Jets, 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 but not just Jets for a second. Um, If this is going to happen, if Deshaun Watson is going to get traded – He's got to go full James Harden because that's the plan he's following right now. And at some point in the next couple of weeks, he has to have that full definitive, I want out, this is not working. All right, because his strategy so far has been just like we've seen in in the NFL and in the NBA, right? Le'Veon Bell started liking things on social media, really pissing off the Jets. Eventually, he got traded. Same thing with Jamal Adams, kept liking stuff, social media, and then said didn't have a great relationship with Adam Gase. Things are bad, and boom, they had enough, and he was gone. James Harden shows up out of shape. He, he's not the social media guy, but he shows up out of shape, and he looks like he's quit on the team, and then... And when that wasn't enough, James Harden had that press conference that resulted in the trade. They lose to the Lakers, and he said, we're not close to the best teams. This situation isn't salvageable. This can't be fixed. I'm out. And the next day, he was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. This is what Deshaun Watson needs to do if he wants to get traded, right? Because the the social media thing will only take you so far. You need to be definitive and say, this is what I want. And so far, the Texans are just allowing him to do this and not responding. They're not engaging on this. Not that they don't get it but they're hoping all right we can ignore it and we can hire a head coach and he can come in and we can convince Deshaun to stay and if we ignore it for long enough teams will stop calling it'll be hard to get things going again 
if Deshaun Watson really wants to get traded after a little while more of, hey, nothing's happening here, he's got to have that moment. He's got to have that interview. He's got to have that statement where he says, it's not working here. I don't trust this organization. It's an absolute mess. I'm not going to play here again. And he's got to be okay with lighting that bridge on fire. And when he lights the bridge on fire, then watch how fast the Texans trade him. And they turn him into some first-round picks in Sam Darnold, some first-round picks in Tua, some first-round picks other players, and they draft their quarterback of the future and, and franchise quarterback at number two again. But that's what has to happen. Because if it just goes like this, nothing's going to happen. And, and Deshaun Watson knows that he's got the power in this. I know he doesn't want to look bad. He's a quarterback. He wants to be a leader. But if you really want out, the Texans are going to make it tough on you they're not engaging you now they're not talking to you about things no you have to stand up and say I just want out this team is an absolute mess and I want to go somewhere and maybe it's the Jets but it could be somebody else could be the Bears it could wind up being the 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 Dolphins whatever it is but he's got to do that if he wants out yeah I I think behind the scenes you're trying to figure out what the coach decision eventually is right are we bringing in the enemy have you made a decision if so then let's talk about it sell me on why this benefits me right he had statistically his best year no deandre hopkins i know he was salty about that they didn't trade will fuller he made sure to let everybody know how excited that he was there oh and then fuller goes and gets himself suspended so not exactly helping you down the stretch J.J. Watts, a year older, carries a, a big cap hit number. A lot of rumors that he's not going to be around. So give me some clarity as to where the organization is headed. That's all. Be an adult. Mm-hmm. Everybody be an adult. I'm not saying that for Deshaun Watson. I'm saying for the on the Houston side, too. Right? Someone's got to reach out. And maybe for all we know, they have. But the, all the reports are is that there's just a whole lot of nothing going on. A lot of staring at a phone that's sitting on a desk while watching TV or hanging out or on vacation or handling business in New York as Watson was. I know he did a thing with a uh, an artist on a card series, so I know part of it was a promotional thing there. But it, it's just the, the idea that you've got a franchise quarterback that you just signed to a massive bleeping deal in September and there's no communication, right? It doesn't mean he's got to like it. And maybe it it does get to that final straw of, all right, here I am before OTAs, before the draft, whatever else, and I'm going to sit and I'm going to make my video and make my feelings known. Maybe it gets to that point. I would like to think this can be handled behind closed doors and if it, you know, ruins the social media lives of a lot of – would-be reporters or the back page writers at the New York Post and Daily News, uh, that's too bad. Uh, but it's it's just where we're at uh, is is untenable, at least from the outside looking in. For all I know, these guys are talking every day now, mm-hmm. but it certainly doesn't come off that way. And no. maybe it's great theater, but it, until you resolve the head coach position and you've got six coaches that have now been hired, some of which we're scratching our heads on. But Houston's not your ideal job. I mean, let's call it what it is. Even with Deshaun Watson to work with, there are a lot of problems and a lot of things that need to be addressed. And so Deshaun Watson, as the face of the franchise, yeah, he's got a right to ask. Uh, I don't know that he's going to like the answers. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Phone number 877-99 on Fox. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Uh, now, elsewhere in the NFL today, uh, we are now down to one job opening, and it is in Houston. The Texans still, they have no, they haven't had a coach in four months, and they're, they're still the only team left without a head coach as the Eagles got their head coach. We watched Dan Campbell get introduced uh, in Detroit as a new head coach. So now it's really Houston or bust for Eric Bieniemy, And every job that is filled, uh, there's, uh, there's the big push on social media, why doesn't Eric Bieniemy get this job? And now it's time, now that we're down to one, it's time to break down the two reasons why Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a head coaching gig in, in the past two and a half year cycles. Because clearly, why isn't this guy getting it when his resume is fantastic? He gets the seal of approval from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They go out of their way to say what a great coach he is and what he's brought out of this team. And Bieniemy still is not getting a head coaching opportunity. Now, is it a race thing? Here's the thing about the NFL. The NFL has clearly shown in, in the past few years, hey, we are okay with having black coaches across the league at, at any position. But a head coach, ooh, yeah, you know, once in a while, maybe, but not so much. Look, the league is 70% black. And to, to have a coaching cycle go through where you don't see any black coaches getting head coaching opportunities, you go, why is that not happening? I mean, really, it, but, but that's really what it is. This is what the NFL's got to do better on because this is, hey, assistant coaches, yes, they're everywhere. OCs, DCs, line coaches, everywhere. assistant head coaches. But head coaches, ooh, I don't know about that. That's where something's got to change. That's where the NFL has to go, okay, you know what, why is this not happening? This is where a team needs to be gutsy and say, hey, just because we have questions about a guy, oh, because he's black, we're not going to give him the job? I mean, Biennemi, clearly what he's done throughout his career here, if you're talking about a candidate and you're not talking about color, this guy's got a job. There's guys with worse resumes that are getting gigs across the country with different teams being head coaches. So that's the big thing. Can you tell me it's a race thing? Uh, yeah, that's the part of it. Because why are so many coaches a lot? Hey, they were great coordinators, but head coaches, yeah, they don't get the interviews as much and, and they don't get the opportunities as much. That's something the NFL's got to fix. And that's got to start with Roger Goodell. It's got to start now. Larger discussion, obviously. I mean, the enemy, given these last couple of cycles and, and a couple of the hires today, uh, when we talk about Campbell, he's had a, a shot as an interim coach in Miami, and he ran that, all right, we're going to be tougher, bigger, faster. We're going to bite your kneecaps bit when he was in Miami. He went 5-7. and seven. Uh, We talk about the Eagles today. Uh, Sirianni gets hired. Uh, familiarity, Frank Reich, maybe that same language, same coaching style is what they're looking for to try to resurrect Carson Wentz there. So I guess there's a connection that you can make and make it make sense. But once you get into the deeper resumes, yeah, you go through. All right, is is there something in the – because the interviews often cited, right, all, all the interviews that the enemies had, is there something that doesn't translate as this guy should be our CEO, right? So there's been a lot of columns written about his past and some of the issues going back to college. Well, those those are long in the past. Now, I'm not trying to say that a coach is treated the same as a player and certainly quarterbacks are treated differently – than players, than the rest of the team, right? I mean, we, let's just call it what it is, right? They're held to a higher standard. Why Dwayne Haskins is in 
Pittsburgh now as opposed to getting another opportunity to try to fix things and, and remedy any issues with Ron Rivera in Washington, right? It's You're held, uh, you're in charge, you're the face of the franchise. And, and for the head coaching job, that's part of it too. So is, is it team to team? Is it a league issue? I mean, because they're 32 individually owned and operated franchises within the NFL umbrella is, is something is where's the disconnect. And I know it's frustrating as hell to, because it, because we keep going around in a circle with this and it doesn't seem like there's progress. There were a number of coaches that were rumored potentially to be in the mix that that died on the vine pretty fast too. Right. Is Caldwell going to get back in? Is Marvin Lewis going to get back in? We'd heard that at the beginning of this. And yet the only one that everybody's still banging the drum on is the enemy. It's like, well, what about those guys that proved that they could win? Especially you look at Detroit hiring Campbell. Now, Jim Caldwell had a pretty good run, didn't he? Before Matt Patricia showed up on a relative basis, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it would have ended in a Super Bowl run or whatever. And, And certainly, you know, patience at different places because of, cultures of losing they want to get out of the spiral uh as fast as they can which means they're they're a quicker quicker on the trigger because we saw that in cleveland for years too right they all right are you even going to get a second year became a question with the, the you know perpetual losing so for eric Bieniemy, i mean it, the, the questions remain he'll coach again on sunday and it, it's interesting that out of these four teams that remain i mean unless something dramatically changes or be enemy is named the head coach of Houston. You're going to have the four teams in the finals and none of them get head jobs. That's not bad. Uh, Continuity, right? Of uh, top teams retaining top talent at the coaching positions. You know, and, and with, with all of that being said, it's, it's really still a two way street because there's stuff that the enemy's responsible for that he has to do better on too. All right. So we gave you the, the, the NFL part of it and they have to do that. That's a, that's a race thing that clearly there's an issue there. Now is his past an issue? Yeah. He had, he had issues at Colorado. There were, there was a couple of DUIs. There were driving issues. There was a sexual assault scandal when he was a coach at Colorado, but he wasn't named in the scandal. Um, uh, you can agree or disagree on whether or not that's something that should hurt his career, but the bottom line is if it did affect his career, he wouldn't be an OC in the NFL right now. He wouldn't be an offensive coordinator. He wouldn't be recommended Fred coaching jobs. He wouldn't be getting head coaching job interviews if his past was a big deal with other teams. I mean, the guy's been working. The guy the guys gets gets rave reviews, so clearly that's not an issue. You can say, oh, it should be. Okay, that's fine, but it really isn't an issue. What the big issue is for Biennemi is that if the big knock on you is you don't interview well – you got to fix that, right? Because he's had over a dozen interviews in the last couple of years for head coaching jobs, and he hasn't gotten one of them. Now, does this mean he interviews terribly? No, he probably interviews okay, but he doesn't blow a team away. So when they're looking to make a hire, they still want to talk to four or five people, and they're not going to wait for Enemy while he is coaching throughout the playoffs. This is why the NFL changing that rule was a great idea, because that helps coaches like Enemy and Todd Bowles, who can still interview. But, you know, I know 
know the the phrase perception is reality is not a, is not a great one, but it's a true one. If it's perceived that you don't interview well, then you have to fix that. You have to be that dominant candidate, that engaging candidate that blows through the screen and and you walk away and teams go, "We got to go hire that guy." And if you have 12 or 15 interviews and that's what you're hearing for a, a, a through line throughout those interviews, well that's something you got to go back and look at. You may not feel you have to and and maybe other people don't have to and that's what's unfair because black coaches are held to a much higher standard than white coaches which is not fair but that's the way it is and it's the one thing you can control in that position is how do I interview how do I make sure that I know this is the job I want and I know everything I need to know and they love me so much they want me to stay overnight and come back for an interview the next day and this is how much they like me and want me to be their head coach that's on the enemy because you know this this is not hey one or two teams said uh, you know he doesn't really interview that well you can kind of throw but when that's what you're hearing after two full years of cycles that's the one thing the enemy needs to be able to control and do better yeah i would love to know specifically what's missing in this right because we keep hearing the euphemism of he's still talking like a player well you're trying to communicate with players so that that's not a bad thing i don't see how that's pushed away and you know you talk about the the ceo part of it because it is more than just play calling right everybody keeps trying to boil it down well that guy didn't call plays but for one year like who the hell cares being the head coach is about a lot of things as we've seen a lot of guys get fired why the devil's in the details and you've got to be the administrator of an awful lot of parts of a machine but with eric Bieniemy specifically because this is now now the issue year after year as he gets ready for another conference title game, specificity would go a long way because you need to be more transparent in how these processes work lest you continue to have more rumor, conjecture, speculation about the failures of your organizations across your league. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. So there it is. Why is Eric Bieniemy not a head coach in the NFL? There's the reasons. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges are affiliate. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios, call Farmers for a quote. Uh, inside the NBA always does a phenomenal job, and they are the gold standard of what a studio show is in sports you know year after year it's the best it's personality it's fun they're involved in the game the players watch it the players pay attention Mm -hmm. to it they pay attention to what Shaq says and Charles and everybody else and it's because of that we get moments like we just got a few minutes ago uh tonight in the NBA we had three games look they're three good games you know we had potential NBA finals preview with the Lakers and the Bucks Lakers win pretty easy uh the Knicks get to 500 uh which is I mean, how many times do you think you're going to say that over the course of the year? You're uh, so they, happy. We should just uh, record, uh, give you a disc of this show and put it up on the wall like it's like gold record. 
that they used to give <laughs> artists. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they probably still do, and, and we'll put everybody's name on it that worked on the show yeah. uh, and frame it for you because it, this might be as good as it gets. It might be. That's why. It might be. And meanwhile, for the Jazz, they run away from New Orleans, 128 to 129 to 118, and it was a big night for Donovan Mitchell, who goes for 36 points in the win. He has six three-pointers. Now, Shaquille O'Neal was critical of Donovan Mitchell, uh, talking about how he doesn't see Donovan Mitchell as being a guy that has that next level performance to him and can get the Jazz to that next level. Now, that's usually performance, and, and that's usually a conversation you have when you're breaking things down on the show. It's not often that you actually say that to the person you're talking about, but here was the takeaway, and here's the back and forth following the game. Donovan Mitchell doing an interview with Shaquille O'Neal, where Shaq brings up to Spider Mitchell, "Hey man, I said that you had that next, didn't have that next level to your game." And here's the awkward response. Spider, this is Shaq. I, I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I want you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. That's it? All right, that's it. Okay, cool. I mean, I I, I've, been hearing, well, Shaq, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better well, and do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day. You. Well, that's what I wanted you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. <laughs> I love your game. Okay. Cool. I love your game, but you're not good. You, you can't get a team to the next level. You can't lead a team to the next level. Oh, my goodness. Really? Mitchell is the closest thing the NBA has to Kobe Bryant, which may be why Shaq has picked a feud with him. Uh, <laughs> and, to, to, and you know Mitchell just wanted to rip the headset off and go, are you kidding me, man? I came on here for you because that's the thing in interviews like this. It's 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 a thing to get a player. Hey, after a game, can you come on and, 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 and come on for a couple of minutes and talk? Yeah, sure. And they're going to ask about the game. You're in game mode, right? This is not where, hey, we're going to sit down and have an interview and you have time to think about things and you have time to think about a criticism that I gave you. That's different. This is right after the game. You're in game mode. It's happening. You're talking about the game and you get a question. Hey, I, I don't think you have what it takes to be a next level player. I really am surprised. Mitchell didn't just rip the headset off and go, you know what, blank you, Shaq, I'm leaving. Because he could have. Because that was that was a re- that was such an out of left field type question. And I dig his answer. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. You know what he wanted to say is whatever, blank you, Shaq. You're in the studio. I'm playing. Whatever. I'm gonna be doing this for the next 10 to 12 years. Blank you, Shaq. I'm playing. Because I mean, because clearly he wanted to say that, and no one would have been upset if he did say it. That was a lot of great self-restraint from Donovan Mitchell that right there. Well, you got that quick uh pause like wait what What did i hear did i hear that right (laughs) that kind of thing right (laughs) averaging 23 and a half a game they're healthy they were not fully healthy last year getting into the the bubble playoffs so uh they you know you have that working for you and and even then you'll still see some moves as the season goes on I don't understand other than, hey, let me poke the bear and see if we can get a good viral video out of it. And you do, just not perhaps in the way you wanted. And all all the better for Donovan Mitchell. Basically, hey, I, I keep playing. I'll shut you up. Is really yeah, all he he said. I, other than doing a drop the mic WWE inspired, <laughs> and that's it. I'll see you in the finals. And just throwing it down. I, he did it about as well as he could. Understated. Uh, and we've seen interviews with Donovan Mitchell, man who is generally soft spoken. Right, mm-hmm. gets to the point and moves forward. Uh, that's kind of what he did here. Okay. Is there a follow-up question to that? I mean, like, what do you want? I wanted you to hear that. 
you're right. Part of it is let's create a moment that people are talking about because that's what they like to do. So let let let's do yeah, rip him and let you you got to tell him what you said about him, and we're going to try to create a moment here. So absolutely, so that that's a producer in his ear that, saying, yeah. "Jack, let's go, let's create this," and 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 that's part of it. But here's the thing. Uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's he's averaging 23 and a half a game, a little bit down from his average last year. Most of the other stats are kind of in line with where they were a year ago. And, uh, oh, by the way, the Jazz, they have the second best record uh, in the NBA. They're 11 and four. They have no problems right now. They've won seven in a row. What is Donovan Mitchell not doing? Right, right now, if the Jazz were sitting back at boy, they're 500, and I, I think there is a part of Shaq where, hey, I like to inspire players, and sometimes you need to do it by kicking you in the butt. Um, I get it, but they just won. They just won six in a row. Now they've won seven in a row, and now you say, yeah, uh, you know, you're not next level guy, dude. Dude, we're, we're we're a half game back of the number one spot in the Western Conference. I mean, you're you're really bringing me this stuff tonight, seriously? I mean, this is what you're bringing to me? Wow. Well, it's, you, you find the competitive fire where you do, and hopefully it becomes bulletin board material for Donovan Mitchell. Oh, and the chat can say, see, I inspired you to greatness. <laughs> Our Best of Podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on iTunes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can download it, subscribe, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever. It's all football tomorrow with a preview of the championship games. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next, Fox. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.